0: Welcome back to Train to Win, the podcast produced by the Association for Talent Development, Houston Chapter, inspiring talent development professionals to achieve their full potential. Hey, it's Bruce Abbott, Vice President of Marketing and Communications for the ATD Houston Chapter. Today, we are hanging out with Kevin Thorne, owner of Nuggethead Studios, and we are talking Legos. Yes, Legos. But this is serious stuff. This is using Legos to enhance problem solving. We'll get more into the details when we interview Kevin in just a few minutes. But first, let's check out what's happening with the ATD Houston chapter this month. Looking at our event calendar, we have our general meeting, which is coming up February 9th. It is a uh, Enhanced Team Collaboration with Design Thinking webinar hosted by Teresa Juergens-Cowell, and she is the president of Global NP Solutions. And she's going to be talking about a simple design thinking model and identifying several design thinking techniques and how you can apply at least one design thinking tool to enhance team collaboration. And you can find information there at tdhouston.org slash events. We also have our welcome webinar for new ATD Houston members. That is coming up February 18th. And coming up February 11th, our Lunch and Learn Online, Visual Thinking, 3D Metaphorical Problem Solving using Lego. And that webinar is hosted by today's podcast guest, Kevin Thorne. Kevin is an award-winning e-learning designer and developer, consultant, owner of Nuggethead Studios, LLC. It's a boutique custom design and development studio specializing in online learning experiences. After he retired from the U.S. Army and he pursued a career in corporate IT and training and development, and then combined his military and industry experience starting studios in 2012, working with clients in various industries, solving problems in a wide range of creative projects, now, he's a well-known industry speaker and trainer on e-learning development, design workflows, and is a certified facilitator in Lego serious play methodologies. Loving the Lego. <laughs> Kevin, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Bruce. I'm glad to be here. Now, I must admit, I was geeking out because when I first saw this, because I looked at the write-up and I was like, ooh, Legos, because I have to admit, growing up, I was a Lego fan. My son, is a he's 14. He's just a huge Lego nut. I mean, he's got bins and bins and thousands of dollars of Legos. I mean, we could we could probably sell them and pay off our house or something. <laughs> now, before we get into the Legos part, I, I do want to step back and, and go back to the beginning of this. We do have you uh, speaking at our uh, Lunch and Learn coming up on the 11th of February. That is our 3D metaphorical problem solving using Lego for visual thinking, our Lunch and Learn online. That's correct. So I want to drill down a little bit into this idea of these fundamentals of visual thinking?
1: Well, visual thinking uh, generally is just uh, the juxtaposition of images in a sequence that either tell a story, instruct, inform, or educate. And I was just on a, a, uh, another call earlier this morning. We were talking about similar in that recently in, in the age of COVID and where we are, we're seeing a lot more globalization in these hand-washing signs and uh, social distancing signs, uh, keeping six feet apart. We'll see these um, circles on the ground like in a department store. So this this is all about visual thinking. It's how do we communicate visually without using other symbols, uh, glyphs, uh, grammar, letters, things like that. Um, Now, in some cases, you know, we, we have to use a little bit of context by adding... Uh, letters and things like that or or words but generally speaking if you can use a combination of shapes and organize them in such a way to communicate a message without using words then that's visual your visual communication so when we think about visual thinking when we have a problem a lot of times have you ever one good example and I don't know, I'm, I'm doing kind of my own little pseudo research on this, but um, a lot of times when we have a problem that we can't solve or we're frustrated or we're stuck mentally, psychologically, we kind of get foggy, uh, we tend to step away from that work and we do something with our hands. We think with our hands, whether that be gardening, playing a musical instrument, cooking, uh, whatever. We just kind of move away. And then the question becomes, How many times have you thought through those problems in your mind, in your mind's eye, through those ideas, and then all of a sudden you have that aha moment in the middle of the night or you have the aha moment while you're taking a shower? You're like, oh, that's it. I've got the answer. That's visual thinking. We do it all the time, but we don't do it consciously. So the idea of visual thinking as a skill, I believe it's a a learned skill that you can teach somebody how to visually think and, and then apply that towards your work and whatever you're doing. Another example is, have you ever been nervous? Um, say you were called on to, to give a speech at a dinner meeting or, you know, a presentation at a conference, and you're really nervous about it. But it, leading up to that, maybe the night before or that morning, you're thinking through the steps. You're seeing yourself in front of that audience. You're visualizing yourself going through your slides or whatever speech you've prepared. So that's that's a form of visual thinking you're you're putting images in your mind on how to what's the future state here's the current state let's visually think through what the future state is going to be and then go act on that.
0: Now this is where you lead into the idea of this visual thinking tying into metaphorical storytelling correct?
1: Yes, correct. So th- that's the so if you think think of an umbrella visual thinking is is sort of at the top. And then how we communicate visually, then it just depends on what tools or how we're going to do it. If we're going to sketch note, and we we sketch out some ideas on a piece of paper, um, or if we use Lego in this case, and then 3D, Lego is 3D, you're building models, but you're telling stories in a metaphorical way. It's not like um, a set of instructions that tell you to put this brick on this spot and now add this brick. And then when you get done, you've got this noun. You've got a, a vehicle or a house or something. So you're not building a, a, a set that's recognizable in terms of instructions. You're starting with a pile of random Lego brick, various colors and shapes, no, no particular order. And then you're posed a, uh, the challenge of, I need to visually put together a model that represents or tells the story of what I'm trying to either strategize, um, solve a problem, uh, see things from a different perspective. Uh, There's a number of, well, there's an unlimited number of ways we can approach it using that methodology.
0: And These are really innovative approaches to problem solving. And one area that you touch on is this idea of getting buy-in, getting the stakeholder buy-in, getting this shared commitment among a group.
1: Sure. So, how many how many times you ever attended a meeting where twenty um, percent of the people in the room consume eighty percent of the time talking? Uh huh. Oh yeah. I think we've all experienced that, right? <laughs> yes. Um, so, getting a shared commitment is is to get one hundred percent of the people in the room engaged in that conversation, and then get one hundred percent of the people to commit a shared commitment on the outcome or, or what is the, what is the takeaway from that? Um, So using Lego in that regard, it's, it's kind of what we call a lean in approach. And again, going back to your, your typical company meeting, they're, they're referred to in, in this context, referred to as a lean out meeting where we're leaned back in our chair. We might be you know, have our smartphone under the table, you know, texting or playing a game um, uh, or just kind of lean back. You're not leaning into the conversation. You're kind of leaning away from the table or leaning back in your chair. When you have a pile of Lego and you're thinking with your hands and you're solving problems, everybody's leaned in to the table and everybody's participating. This also strips labels and uh, rolls away because everybody has the same inventory of Lego, everybody's posed with the same challenge. And then as you go through these different exercises and these different activities, everybody in the room has to, um, well, not at that point, but you're seeing different perspectives. So what what my perception of a particular story might be different than yours. And then when we share and we look at it, it's like, oh, I, I didn't see it that way. And I'm seeing your model in a different perspective of what mine is and you're seeing mine. And then when you've got 10 or 15 people in the room doing the same thing, nobody's going to build the same model. So now you have this um, perspective across all the eyes in a room from all the roles and all the different levels and like, okay, now how do we get a shared commitment? And now we build towards one central model where then everybody can commit to say, okay, that's our answer. That's the journey we're going to take now. That's the new uh, steps that we're going to take towards a future state. And now you have a shared commitment. And now you have that managing expectations that nobody's out in the cloud. Nobody's lost. Everybody understands what the next steps are.
0: One thing in your write-up, I love this because you talk about the Lego serious play methodology a thinking, communication, problem-solving set of techniques that provides an alternative model of learning where there's no obvious solution. But you get into this idea of a sense of flow that helps with clear insights as we talked about and unlocking knowledge, but also building confidence. Yep. You describe it as, as confidence through creativity. Yes. Touch on that just a bit.
1: Yes. So that's a great question. And thank you for uh, pointing that out. Um, it's, it's kind of my own personal journey, if you will. Um, like, like your son, I'm a lifelong Lego learner (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) Um, I came across Lego serious play. Oh, I don't know, maybe 2013, 2014 at the time. And um, then I started looking into it where you could be taught how to use these um, application techniques and a, and a structured process by using Lego and to become a certified facilitator. Um, So I became certified in 2016. And then from there, it's, you know, you follow these set of application techniques, but then you, how do you apply that in your own world, right? So that was the kind of struggle at first. Um, How do I take this methodology and help people in my industry go through that creative process? So the creative process, which is kind of in parallel, because I teach other areas of creative thinking and I believe that anybody can be taught creativity and how to be creative, um, or how to harness inspiration. So when we take that creative confidence part, we think at all of the different areas where where folks are at different levels of skill or in their workplace or um, maybe they're new and they're a little intimidated because there's been other folks that's been around that company for you know a decade. So they don't have the level of confidence. They want to contribute, they've got the talent, they've got the skills. Um, they weren't hired otherwise if they didn't, but they're still not sure of the confidence to get in there and actually say, Hey, well, I've got an idea. So with Lego, and again, it comes back to that shared commitment. Again, you're creatively working on solving a problem or, or answering a challenge, uh, whatever the applicate, whatever, you know, we end up during that process. It's not just a one and done kind of thing. It's like a, like a whole day or several hours we go through this process. Um, but because this brand new employee might be on the job for two weeks, and then you've got this seasoned director that might have been with this company for ten or fifteen years, both of them are sitting at the same table with the same Lego building, the same or, or uh, you know uh, experiencing the same activity. So when they get done with their model and they and you look at them together, the confidence is I'm equal to you right now. I have no badge. I have no hat. I have no title and now I'm equal. So now I can contribute to the conversation on an even plane and I have a voice. And when you have a voice and other people are respectfully and listening to that, all the voices in the room, you see, this is where that amazing thing happens. Like, Oh my gosh, I've been here for 10 years. I never thought of it that way. Or on the flip side of that, the new employee says, OK, maybe I'm I'm coming in this to, you know, like a like first day at Disney World. Hey, let's go. I've got all this energy. But then it's like, oh, slow down. We're not quite where you're at yet. Let's let's get everybody on an even base. And then once we get everybody evened out, now we can take them to the next level. And then different application techniques start pushing you out of your comfort zone on what you think you can do. And then. Uh, that's where the flow begins when you start getting into that zone uh, that it's a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm not lost or I'm not bored either. This is challenging. And that's that flow zone that we're looking for. And when you hit that zone, we've all done it. We've all been there in different areas. So when you think about doing something that you enjoy or something you're really focused on, and next thing you look up, like maybe just reading a book, you're gone. Two hours go by. You're like, holy cow, where did all that time go? Yeah. Well, you were in that zone. You were in that mm-hmm. flow zone. So what we do is we push you into that flow zone using Lego, and when that happens, that's when those you're you're thinking your clearest, and you're you're at your most creative, and that's when things start to unlock. And then when you have, uh, you know, half a dozen to a dozen people in the room doing the same thing at the same time, amazing results happen.
0: This is fascinating. And there is a also if uh, if you go to the registration page for the event, there's also a link on the page where if you don't happen to have any Legos, you uh, if you have some Lego bricks, uh, they will greatly enhance your experience with this webinar. So uh, Kevin highly encourages you get some Lego bricks and bring them with you uh, to the webinar along have them with you along with the webinar. But there's also a link on the registration page to at Amazon for just just what is it just basic it's a basic classic Lego set, right something small
1: yeah it's it there's no there's no instructions just a random i mean you could go to your son's bin and, and just
0: <laughs> yeah, if you've got him, just steal them right yeah just
1: grab a handful of loose brick it doesn't it, and that's the that's the key here it's not it you know and and here if, if, for those that are listening. Um, and I know this is going to hurt the OCD folks, <laughs> but if you have three of the same brick, don't like don't have pairs. You can have a pair of these two, and you can have a pair of these two, but have a single break that doesn't ha- match anything else, or have three of the.